0: Something guided by a master plan or complete domination of the earth. I hope will
1: light. Hello and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline Podcast and Happy New Year. My name's Kaylee, and I'm joined by my co-ghost Oshin.
0: Hello. Ding 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 ding. It's all the bells <laughs> ringing them in.
1: Pinball machine now or something.
0: That's it. Yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah, we are actually recording this on New Year's Eve as well, so yeah we're about to be thrust into 2024 rushing in a couple of hours how are you feeling about it
0: yep it the world is spinning and we are moving around Sure that is.
1: uh <laughs> i just i'm so pessimistic about new years now ever since like 2020 it's just no every year's been a nosedive so when there's a new year it's like you have to remain
0: hopeful you know you have to
1: there's only so many times i can stay hopeful man but it feels like 2023 went by so fast
0: it did it was a blink awesome. it really
1: really was such a quick year
0: but uh um, it was packed too it
1: really was we did so many episodes this year we I don't even know if we missed a single one this year i don't think we did i don't think so no what was your favorite episode of the year
0: i was doing a little recap to myself and i was looking back and um we, we did so many like i said but then i i have feeling that maybe i'm a little bit skewed because i was like i was looking at the list and so the ones that i was like recalling uh, and they were like fresh to recall were the ones that were the furthest back oh really oh yeah 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 as in like other ones were like oh you know i did those last couple of weeks or a couple of months ago and then like one was like oh surprise like yeah i remember that one and i really loved the battle over los angeles
1: oh yeah that's a good one yeah
0: yeah i really enjoyed um i really enjoyed doing the research and then like sharing it because because it was, like, a military affair and they, they, you know, wrote it all down sort of specifically and got their reports. And it was reported in so many newspapers yeah. in the area. You could, like, construct the timeline of events and almost even follow it. Yeah, that was, I think, my favorite. And, and then also just, like, other ones. I was like, I just love the fact that Malahide Castle has another jokester ghost.
1: <laughs> yeah, I love the jester ghosts.
0: <laughs> what was your What was your favorite, uh,
1: I personally loved the Petticoat Loose episode.
0: Yeah,
1: it's just one that i it's just a special place in my heart and i was waiting for so long to do that episode that i just love it so much yeah (laughs) i want to see patty coat loose pretty much
0: (laughs) i think we did her justice
1: yeah (laughs) i hope so i hope so anyway she's gonna come and throw her tent on handbag at me or whatever (laughs) so yeah for For today's episode i accidentally connected the episode's um, for this week, by accident. I didn't mean to. It's kind of similar to last week's episode.
0: You'll I have the see why. out, I have the thread. Yeah. Stick <laughs> and sticking pins.
1: It's also like a manifestation, you know, uh, episode. Okay. It's kind of got yeah, a bit yeah. of a twist. So I'll start the story off, and it starts off in the UK um, with a woman named Florence Warwick. Very English name. Mm-hmm. She lives in the UK, and she decided to go on a holiday to the lovely countryside of Dartmoor in Devon, It's in the, like, southwest side of England. You know that little bit that looks like it's been chewed up by somebody?
0: Respectfully, yes.
1: Yeah, that little kind of, like, I don't know if it's a peninsula, that kind of thing. That's where it is. It's, like, pretty much just, like, it's called Dartmoor. It's just moors, pretty much, for miles and miles. It looks like it'd
0: be lovely for a walk.
1: It does. It looks like a really, really beautiful uh, part of the country, but it's, uh, there's not much growing there. (laughs) It's just, like, moors for miles and miles. So Florence is taking in the beautiful surroundings, and she kind of knows the area, but not as well as the locals. And she has no idea about a particular entity that is seen in this area. So she's driving <gasps> from Ports Bridge uh, to Two Bridge uh, after a tour earlier that day. So she went through a tour, and that she's driving from one place to the other. And her car suddenly started to shake So she pulled over to the side of the road, and it's almost dark at this stage. She pulls out her car's handbook, and she starts looking through it. She's trying to find, like, something to help her. (laughs) Like, it's weird to me that she pulled out a handbook, because that's not something I would never even consider. My first reaction would be to take my phone out. But this was obviously before mobile phones were a thing. So looking for the handbook was the first thing and the only thing that she could really do unless somebody came and helped her.
0: I used to be some... I, if I was left in a car, like, I'd be reading the handbook. Just oh, back in the day. <laughs> you were
1: a good kid. I'd probably be, like, drawing like, on I need, it. I need to read. Making airplanes out of it or something. <laughs> so she's looking through the handbook when all of a sudden she hears something. And she looks up and is instantly frozen with fear. There are two mm. hands firmly placed against her windshield. Just two big, oh, no. massive no. hands.
0: <laughs> Spooky.
1: And at first she suspects, you know, there's somebody outside of her car. But she couldn't see who was attached to the hands. And then the hands began to move. So they start like moving up the window. Like they're climbing up the window. Like like little people climbing up the, the windshield. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. She's quoted in the book, The World's Greatest Ghosts, as saying, It was horrible. They were just inches away. After what seemed like a lifetime, I heard myself scream. And the hands seemed to vanish. <laughs> so she's got these giant hairy hands that disappeared off her windshield disembodied hands by the way there's nobody attached to them okay yeah <laughs> um, yeah there was nobody there it wasn't like somebody was trying to get into her car there was nobody attached to these hands that's why they started started like climbing up instead of you know if you move your hand up you just like slide it up but if it was its own separate thing it started climbing up the windshield oh
0: it was like using the fingers to. Climb? yeah kind of
1: like um thing in uh the thing yeah, yeah. In the Adams Family.
0: Adams Family, yeah.
1: That's what I was picturing too. (laughs) But like two of them. (laughs) So she's absolutely terrified. And she immediately turns the car on and it turns on first try and she drives to her friend's house. And she convinces herself on the drive there that she probably just imagined it and that maybe there was somebody there and she didn't see them and it just spooked her. But once she arrived at her friend's house and tells them what happened to her, all her friends begin telling her stories about the hairy hands of Dartmoor which is what no, these have become known no. as. <laughs> yeah. And these have been seen in that, on that particular road in Dartmoor for nearly 90 years at this stage. What? Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that wild? <laughs> that is so weird. Yeah. Uh, there's never been a body associated with the hands or anything at all attached to them. It's always just these really big, hairy hands. I assume they're like men's hands, to be honest. But they're just big what? and hairy. <laughs> is that, that's not where you were expecting this to go was it, it, it no it's just so weird <laughs> it is so weird it's so bloody weird and there's so many accounts of it like so many accounts like i can't believe we haven't covered this before to be honest
0: <laughs> just picture it like drumming on the window like
1: <laughs> that would be terrifying ashine
0: <laughs> i know
1: <laughs> what is the scariest thing they could be doing i don't know like i'm picturing like a marionette puppet <laughs> like the two hands like making it walk towards you
0: <laughs> sign language
1: That'd be pretty cool actually
0: i'm gonna get somebody you. needs
1: to teach it sign language yeah so some of the very first sightings of the hands actually began in the 1920s and cars probably weren't as popular in like a rural area like that at the time so some of the very first encounters with the hands were actually with a pony and trap which is like you know like a horse and cart that you kind of find mm. where you sit on the back like so behind the horse
0: if you're ever going behind when it looks like the person riding it has horse's legs sometimes.
1: <laughs> does it? <laughs> Did you ever notice that? It does, no, I yeah, have, but yeah. I'm going to keep an eye out for that. <laughs> you do. There were reports of reins being gripped by the hands, so by the detached hands and pulling them off the road. No, So you get completely like turned off the road because your horse gets pulled. And there was even accounts of, or sorry, even going as far as flipping the trap over altogether. So it would just like oh, she- turn the horse like nearly 90 degrees or whatever the cart would flip over so you're not safe on this road even if you're not in a car like the hands will find you and even cyclists (laughs) have reported their handlebars being torn from their grip and suddenly being completely turned sideways at high speeds one man even said that he was turned into a brick wall while he was (laughs) cycling along
0: the road I don't mean to laugh that is bad
1: it's kind of funny uh, I mean (laughs) it is but uh painful Very painful, especially like some of those bikes can go very quickly. And if you turn them very suddenly, Mm -hmm. you're just going to hit the road, which is not nice. So apparently there's only one reported death involved with the hands, uh, but it's a very odd one. So this man, E.H. Halby, he's the medical officer for Dartmoor Prison in a nearby village. Mm -hmm. And he's a doctor and he was going out for a spin on his motorbike. And he decided he was going to bring his two children with him in his sidecar. And when they were traveling over the cursed stretch of road... The doctor began to lose control of his bike. To his kids, he looked to be struggling for a control of the steering. So they were watching him and it looked like he was struggling to get the steering wheel back into control. Yeah. So he turns to them and he tells them to jump out of the sidecar. Which it's kind of strange because if you're crashing, if you're losing your control of the steering, you don't have time to turn to somebody and say, jump out. You're just, your steering's gone. and You're pretty much off the road straight away. But they do what he says and they jump out of the sidecar and then he unfortunately crashes the bike off a small bridge and he sadly passed away but the way the kids describe it is that the entire time it looked like he was struggling for control of the steering wheel i'm not a huge bike person so i don't know if there is like something to do with the steering that you could lose control of it but i've never heard of it
0: and um i've I've heard of like speed wobble
1: yeah yeah
0: i don't think that like that doesn't like you wouldn't have time to go get out, get
1: out of the yeah, get out of the sidecar. That's the pit that gets me. Like they survived and he didn't because he told them to get out and they had time to yeah. like jump out of this thing at a high speed and survive. You know, it's weird. It's just strange. It is
0: weird. Yeah, yeah. But they didn't see the hands.
1: Uh, they didn't see the hands, but not everybody does. Some of the accounts are just okay. you know the steering okay. wheel will get sensation. yanked or the handlebars on a bike will get yanked you know, mm-hmm. but it's always on this one particular stretch of road. So they did their best for years to improve the quality of the road. And one year after a recent upgrade to the road, a couple with a caravan who had been touring the countryside were making their way from Princetown Town uh, when they suddenly hit a really, really thick fog on the cursed road. They figured it was already late. And rather than get lost because they didn't have Google Maps back then, They would just pull over for the night and hope that the fog was gone in the morning so that they can continue where they were going.
0: It's handy to do that when you can like go to sleep.
1: Yeah, exactly. (laughs) You can just do a quick, a short rest on the side of the road. (laughs) Yeah,
0: (laughs) The beds are ready. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So they pull up to spend the night on the notoriously haunted, creepy hand spot. And they don't initially have any problems. Like they cooked their dinner. They kind of chilled out for the evening and then they got ready for bed. And they went to sleep. All the lights are off. And it's been a couple of hours when suddenly, in the middle of the night, the woman wakes up from her sleep to a strange noise. She couldn't place it at first, but it seemed to be some kind of scratching. So they were out in the moors and she assumed some animal had gotten lost, maybe a dog that was scratching to get in. So she gets up from her bed thinking it's just an animal. She goes to turn on the light. When she turns on the light, she freezes in place when she looks over at her husband's window that's just above his head. And there, right above him, is two hands stuck to the window.
0: No. Yeah.
1: And they're climbing up the window. But this window is, like, open at the top. It's got, like, a little latch to be there in. <gasps> so they're coming up the window straight for the latch. So in a panic, she she couldn't even get a scream out. She was trying to scream to warm her husband, but she was in such shock that she, she couldn't get a gasp of air to do it. And she did the only thing she could think of and she made the sign of the cross with her fingers and oh, the hands sacrifice. disappeared.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it's so funny. It just reminds me of the stories like we'd hear when we were younger where you'd have to say the Hail Mary backwards to get rid of a demon and stuff like that. <laughs> it's just like, do this cross with your fingers. <laughs> it'll disappear. I think if anything, this just shows that the hands were probably Catholic when they were alive, right? <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, so she said, I knew there was some power very seriously menacing near us and I must act very swiftly. As I looked up to the little window at the end of the caravan, I saw something moving and as I stared, I saw it was the fingers and palm of a very large hand with hair with hairs on the joints and the back of it, clawing up and up to the top of the window, which was a little open. I knew it wished to do harm to my husband sleeping below. I knew that the owner of the hands hated us and wished harm. <laughs> I knew that it was no ordinary hand and that no blow or shot would have any power over it. Almost immediately, I made the sign of the cross and I prayed very much that we might be kept safe. At once, the hand slowly sank down out of sight and I knew the danger was gone. I did say a thankful prayer and fell at once into a peaceful sleep. We stayed in that spot for several weeks, but I never felt the evil influence again near the caravan. But power move. <laughs> But I did not feel happy in some places not far off and would not, for anything, have walked alone on the moor at night. So what do you make of that?
0: (laughs) I love that they stayed there still. Yeah, they stayed there
1: for weeks afterwards. Why would you do that? (laughs) Even if it was just a local messing with you. That's true, that's true. they have banished the evil. They've conquered it. They've conquered the hands. I want to know what the hands would have done if they got in. Like, I know she says that... You don't want to know. I know she says, like, nothing would, like... Nothing would hurt the hands. No blow or anything would hurt the hands, so you couldn't overpower it. (laughs) But I doubt it. They're just hands, like...
0: (laughs) Stuff them in the oven.
1: Yeah, right? I feel like I could just... Like, even if they tried to strangle you, like, there's no weight behind them. What are they going to do? Like, you can't strangle somebody with just the strength of your hand itself. That would be very hard.
0: Powerful finger. Just stab you in the eye.
1: (laughs) That's about all it could do, yeah. It would have to get the drop on you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) At that point, it's just like a five-legged spider.
1: Yeah, it is. Wait, do spiders go for your eyes?
0: I don't know. That's worse, isn't it? That is a
1: bit worse, yeah. Folks, if you're enjoying the podcast, uh, please consider supporting us on Patreon. We are an independent podcast, so we do all the research, writing, editing, everything ourselves, and our Patreon just really helps us keep up with the cost of running a podcast every week. So if you're listening each week and you're enjoying the podcast, please consider supporting us, and if you can't afford it... There's no worries. You can help us out for free by rating the podcast wherever you listen to it. Thanks. All right, I've got the uh, the route on uh, Google Maps if you want to take a look at it.
0: Okay, let's have a look. Hopefully it I doesn't look
1: like to too shoot. remote when you first look at it, up. but then when you zoom out, you can see it's like right in the middle of this big moor.
0: Oh, yeah. It's only a short.
1: It's only a four-minute drive, but um, I did the route on Google Maps and I went through it with like uh, mm. Street View, and it is it is pretty remote for majority of the road it's also like like it's a a really old area as well like you've stone circles Mm -hmm. around there and um lots of ancient
0: historical stuff too and a prison
1: and a prison and a quarry i'd visit here yeah it looks really nice it looks like it'd be a really nice (laughs) place to go camping
0: although get a caravan
1: i feel like we'd have like an american werewolf in london story (laughs) or something (laughs) (laughs) the the locals tell us not to go on the moors but we do anyway (laughs) get strangled (laughs) by thick hands. Get our eyes jabbed out.
0: I don't know. Tickled to death.
1: Ugh, that's the worst one.
0: It is the worst one.
1: So what are these giant hands? Like whose arms do these belong to? And where is the rest of them? Well, I have found three theories on the origin of the hands. The first one is that there is there is a Bronze Age village that was discovered on the site of the road. Uh, so some people assume that it's the spirits of this village that are angry that a bit a road was built over their town or through their, like, their resting place and uh, that's what the hands are. They're appearing to try and kill people so that they will get off their land. Get
0: off land. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Maybe.
1: It's, I understand the motive. Yeah, yeah. It's the... Uh, I, I wonder if it was found before or after the hands were appearing though. That's what I'd be interested to know. Mm, mm. Because the hands are there since the 1920s. The second theory is that there was a man killed in a car accident while he was walking on that stretch of road. That it's his ghost that's been steering the car astray. It doesn't really make much that sense to me, that one, because, like, I feel like if you died in a car accident, the last thing you want to do is to cause more car accidents to kill more people, right?
0: What if all the ghosts, like, he's, he's like, lonely as a ghost?
1: And he wants more ghosts? Yeah. Well, does all the Bronze be- Age people. Why doesn't he hang out with them?
0: They like ah, definitely do, like, don't speak
1: one. the same language or anything. Also, can you can you
0: imagine like you create a ghost in the same area and they're just really pissed off at you for killing them? <laughs> and like that's yeah, it for eternity.
1: That's true. It's like bad roommates, but for eternity. <laughs> that would suck. That would suck. You don't even
0: have till the end of semester. Like, just.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, so the third theory is a little bit more fresh, fleshed out though. Um, it follows a man whose name is Jethro uh who worked in a gunpowder factory that's not too far from this stretch of road. Jethro it's, it's is such a, a funny here. name. Yeah, <laughs> it does have everything. It's almost like the uh the Mothman with the ammunitions factory around the corner. <laughs> There's <laughs> always like gunpowder ammunitions involved. Yeah yeah. So he spent years working in the gunpowder factory, like his entire life pretty much. And he was getting on an age so he was really looking forward to retiring Nice, nice it's the dream yeah um, so he was due to retire so that night before his last day um, him and some of the lads in work decided they were gonna have a bender and they were gonna go out and on the lash and then go to the pub yeah, yeah. and get in a right state for Jethro's last day and he comes home pretty late that night so he falls asleep in his dancing clothes and he wakes up and it's his final day of work. And he's a little bit late and he's hung over, so he kind of rushes out the door to get to work for his very last day when he retires. He's running out, he's still wearing his dancing clothes. But Jethro forgot one thing. He was still wearing his hobnail boots.
0: Oh no. And
1: hobnail boots are notorious for like scraping off the ground and accidentally creating a spark. They were banned from yeah. the factory. They're definitely not safe and not permitted in the gunpowder factory.
0: Yeah, because it's the metal that sparks.
1: Yeah. But Jethro didn't realize he was wearing them.
0: Oh, Jethro. I know, right? I can't believe you womp-womped this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, shortly into his final shift, his shoes eventually sparked and caused an explosion. And most of the factory was destroyed. (laughs) Womp-womp. I just womp-womped that he was retiring.
0: (laughs) Oh, why? Because that's like a I death sentence like a...
1: in any story. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> if somebody says they're retiring, you know for a fact they're going to die. Yeah, that's bad. <laughs> womp womp. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> I don't know how much of that we can actually <laughs> publish. You
0: can bring it. Sure. Bring it in. Bring it to 2024. <laughs> it's the first joke of 2024 is womp, womp. womp, womp. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's a bitch. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so i'm gonna st- stick that and just keep it in safe place yeah for use later
1: everything you know the, the, there was a massive explosion a few people passed away and jethro all that was left of him was <gasps> his giant hairy hands oh my god
0: makes sense dun, dun,
1: dun. yeah <laughs> so that's jethro's giant hands and that's uh one of the stories I don't know how true it is obviously it's just one of those ones that goes around I don't know if there's any record of Jethro's death I don't know if Jethro is even a real like name or is it a fake name that locals made (laughs) up
0: Jethro is a real name I've never heard it it sounds like Jared
1: Letho like mixed into one or whatever (laughs) I've never heard that before but yeah those are the three theories on on what it could possibly be Um, there's obviously like the more skeptical stance of it's just people imagining things there's also a theory that, like, that area is really well known for its cider, mm. uh, Dartmoor Cider, which, I don't know, they think that people drink too much cider and then crash. But I feel like that could happen anywhere, and you wouldn't really blame giant hairy hands for crashing. No, no. But this one's been happening for over 90 years now, and it's just, it's weird and wild, and I thought it was, just thought it was so cool that you needed to cover it. What do you think of it? Do you What do you think is causing the hairy hands of Dartmoor?
0: I don't know, it's a weird one. Yeah, It is bizarre. I'm just wondering, like, I can't even... I was thinking, you know, the first time that gets reported, then people are thinking about it afterwards. Yeah, that's so true. anything that kind of seems to be similar to it will be kind of... You'll be inclined to say that that's what it is. Do you think? But, yeah, but I don't know, though. I have a sneaky, like, skeptically, it's like fighting something on the road. Like, you know, you get, you get the wheel stuck in something, and sometimes the wheel does be wobbling, you know?
1: Yeah, like if you go into a skid...
0: Yeah. Um, but, like, if if there's a lot ha- of it happening, and uh, it's said to be the same thing a lot. Also, the people seeing it, that's really bizarre.
1: Yeah, really weird. Yeah, the seeing it bit is really weird, especially on the windows and...
0: So I'm, like, I'm picturing, like, creeping up the window with the palms facing it. Yeah. It's not normal to have hair on that side of your No,
1: palms. it's not, actually. She did say it was on the knuckles. That's why I said so, at the start yeah. of it, it kind of relates back to last week's episode, because... We oh no we we did cover the the hairy ape man last yes. week and now we have like this apparition of hairy hands
0: ah we've brought it upon ourselves yeah
1: but they're kind of like human hands but not really human because they're just extremely
0: hairy yes yeah hmm hmm do you think like if it is the case of Jethro and his hands were blown off it's obviously not like the same hands or is it? like they would have rotted oh you think it's
1: like physically his hands instead of like no no I'm
0: thinking not that it's like they like (laughs) the explosion has like like separated his hand his ghost hands from his ghost self it was that oh what
1: so like he his ghost self is wandering around looking for his hands somewhere maybe who knows (laughs) maybe (laughs) that would be interesting though imagine if they found like I don't know maybe if they dug up his body and his hands were actually missing that would be really interesting
0: we have to enter the ghost hands into the next uh, monster mash
1: yeah yeah. to be honest though the ghost hands are pretty scary especially if you're they are scary like if you're driving oh my god that would be yeah. terrifying and it, they've actually I'm, killed like somebody before as well so I'm
0: picturing like a reverse like you know the bit in Titanic with like the handprint on the window I'm picturing like that in reverse because it's on the outside of your car <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay you just made the hands sexy <laughs>
0: No, 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 Good no, job, no. Machine.
1: God damn it. Happy
0: to... Womp womp. Womp womp.
1: Jesus Christ. Damn it. Now I'm looking at them differently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's everything we have for this week. That's uh, the story of the Dartmoor hairy hands. Uh, just a really interesting story. I could have sworn I heard this story, but... Uh, an American version of it I thought there was some place in America Mm. that had like disembodied hands but I couldn't find it anywhere online so I don't know maybe I misjudged where I had originally heard it from but I swore Mm. there was an American version of this story so if anybody knows it send us an email and let me know or just write a comment and let us know because I'd like I'd I'd like to find that one if there is one
0: You find it now every country has their own (laughs) disembodied hands disembodied hands everybody has a Jethro
1: that had their hands blown off in a factory yeah (laughs) Uh, that's everything we have here at Paranormal Hotline. Um, I hope you enjoyed that, and we will see you next year. I didn't write a good new no, year. This one. year, isn't it? Uh, well, we'll see you next year. Th- You'll be hearing us next year. Th- but this, this is. Year. We're still 2023. So we'll see you next year. You'll be listening we- to yes. this next year. Next year. But it'll be this year. Yeah.
0: Yes. But next year. Not next year.
1: But not this year, but next year next year and it'll be next
0: year it'll be next year yeah. but not this year. but
1: not this year next year's
0: next year yeah, yeah.
1: thanks for yeah. tuning in bye
0: bye